0: Christchurch, New Malden, Sunday the 19th of December 2021, Katie Lofman speaking at the Carols by Candlelight service. Well, isn't this lovely? What a beautiful celebration of a miraculous event that happened 2,000 years ago. And as we've heard in the readings, it was talked about for a long time before that in prophecies over many, many centuries. So is it right that once a year we can forget about the horrible things in the world around us like Covid and climate change and we can just focus on an ancient ideal of peace on earth? Is it right to put our problems to one side and escape to that childlike view of a baby born in a stable? Well of course it's much more than that isn't it? The birth of Jesus is not a way to escape from the world around us, but it's a way to shed light on the world that we're in. And Jesus certainly did not have an easy start in life. We've heard how he had to run for his life when he was very, very young, so there's no escapism there. Often when we look at the past, it can help us to get a clearer view of what's happening in the present And that's true in our own life when we look back, isn't it? And that's why people study history. At Christmas, we look at the past and we look at the prophecies and the stable. But the message of Christmas is also about looking to the future. When Jesus was born as a baby on earth, that was just the start. The start of his life's mission to bring the good news of God's kingdom. His birth was the beginning of a process of redemption, and that process will ultimately result in the whole world being renewed, as we heard in that last reading that Rebecca just read. When Jesus comes again to bring his kingdom fully here, the whole world will be renewed. So as we celebrate Jesus coming to earth as a baby, we also look ahead to when he comes again as king. So where does that leave us? Here we are in the 21st century, somewhere on the road between that starry night in the stable so long ago and the glory of the second coming at some unknown time in the future. Where do we fit in to this story of God's eternal plan? By being here in church this evening, we recognise that we are part of that story. So which bit is about us? Well, the good news is that that process of redemption that Jesus kicked off when he came to earth is still going on today. It doesn't end until his kingdom comes. So that's the answer to where we fit in. We're part of that ongoing process of redemption that started in the stable and will be completed when he comes again. We're traveling along the road that Jesus mapped out between the past and the future. And as we live out that journey, we have two roles. Our first responsibility is to allow ourselves to be redeemed by God's love. And our second responsibility flows from that, which is to pour out that love, to help God, to redeem the world. So let's think first about our own redemption. What does that even mean? (laughs) Redemption means taking something that's not perfect and transforming it into something wonderful. I think most of us would admit that we're not perfect. We all do things we're not proud of. We do things that hurt other people. And we have things to put up with in our own lives that are not great. But God's promise is that if we bring those things to him and we ask him to forgive them and redeem them, then he can bring good out of the bad. We see him doing it time and time again in the Bible and I'm sure there are times in your own life when you can look back and say, actually it was really bad, but it turned out for the best in the end. That's God redeeming the situation. God calls us to bring our shortcomings to him and admit the worst things about ourselves to him. And when we do that, we give him the chance to redeem all those bad parts of us and to gradually transform us into the person he made us to be. And that's only possible because Jesus became one of us at that first Christmas. And it's a small part of what will happen in the future when we're redeemed along with the whole earth, when Jesus comes again and his kingdom comes in full. So, when we come to God, as we are now in our worship here, let's allow ourselves to be inspired with hope and let God work that transformation process that will end in His kingdom at the second coming. But that ongoing process of transformation is not just for us humans, it's for the whole world as well, the earth itself. We're only too well aware of the problems of the world, aren't we? And it's not, not least of those is the problems of climate change. But the Bible tells us that one day God will make everything new again. And just like our own transformation, it starts here and now. But more importantly, we're part of it. We can't just passively wait for it to happen. God is calling us to play our part in that transformation. When Jesus became a human baby, he was making it clear that he uses humanity to carry out his plan. In other words, he works through us. We're called to take part in God's work of redeeming the world. So that means that everything we do has an impact on the direction that the world is going we can contribute to its redemption, or we can hinder the process. Our responsibility as Christians is to play our part in God's work of redemption. But it's not just nature that needs redeeming, is it? It's everything. Every time we speak out against something that's not fair, or we act to put it right, However big or small that is, we're helping to redeem that injustice. It was great to be part of the Black Lives Matter campaign last year. And it's important that we keep following it up in our daily lives too, to reduce that injustice. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. And every time we act in a way that calms down an argument or brings reconciliation, whether that's in our own family or at work or in wider society, we're helping to redeem that division and bring healing. That's why Jesus calls peacemakers God's children, because they're working towards God's kingdom. Every time we reduce our carbon footprint by eating less meat or wasting less, we're helping to redeem the world ready for the time when God will complete that redemption. David and I eat a lot more vegetarian meals than we used to, and it's very motivating when we see it in terms of that redemption of the world. Romans 8, that Becky read, says that nature is groaning in its suffering and just longing to be set free. And we know from COP26 and David Attenborough films how true that is. Our role is to change to a lighter lifestyle and reduce the suffering of the earth, because that contributes to the redemption that the world is longing for. When we play our role in these ways, it gives hope. We're carrying on the work that Jesus started when he was born in Bethlehem. And we're joining with him in the work that he's doing every day, day by day, to bring his kingdom here, to build it up bit by bit. It's true that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. And this is why. Because he's building it and we're helping. So the reason these kinds of action bring hope is not only because they're building for the future, it's because we see the benefit of that redemption right now and we get a foretaste of the kingdom that is to come and that gives hope. It's like the trailer for a film. When we watch the trailer, we see bits of the film and we get the gist of it, but not the whole story. We don't fully know until we see the whole film because it's hidden from us. And like that, we see bits of God's kingdom in our lives now. Enough to give us some idea of what his kingdom is, will be like, but it's not until it fully comes that we'll see how all those bits fit together and make sense. We pray in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And we have it in our power to not only give glimpses of the kingdom, but to actually build bits of it here, as we work with God on the redemption in these redemptive actions. What about the things where we feel powerless, like COVID? What's that got to do with Christmas? The fact that Jesus came to earth to live as a human being shows that God is prepared to sit with us in our suffering. He goes through it all alongside us. He knows the pain and the despair. And he's there with his compassion and his hope because he knows what it's like. And if these readings we've heard this evening tell us nothing else, one thing they tell us is how much he suffered, even as a small baby. The fact that he came to earth and became a human being like us shows that he's with us in everything. However bad things are, we can still find those moments of redemption. Perhaps in the care that we receive from others, either friends or professionals. Or maybe we experience an unexpected sense of peace that goes beyond our understanding. These give us a brief glimpse through the door to God's kingdom. Jesus healed people when he was on earth in order to show that in his ultimate kingdom, there will be no more illness. So Christmas is not about escaping to a far off magical time or a miraculous event when a baby brought peace on earth. It's about acting in our life today, to bring peace on earth right now. Like the passage in Romans says, we groan too as we long for an end to suffering. And we pray for God's kingdom to come and make that happen. But again, it's not about escaping to another place. It's about redeeming the world here. Working to bring aspects of that kingdom into the present right here right now And as we praise God in our worship now We're doing exactly that the joy and the worship of this service is giving a glimpse of the worship That's already taking place in heaven and as we worship we're being built up as worshipping people and we're bringing some of that worship down from heaven onto the earth and we're being prepared to be people that will worship him fully when we see him one day in his kingdom so here we are now in this time between the stable we look back on and the coming of the kingdom that we look ahead to and what we do now really matters because what we do now changes us and it changes the world because our actions contribute to that process of redemption. So that's where we are tonight in the Christmas story. We're continuing the work that Jesus began in his ministry on earth 2,000 years ago and we're opening the door a crack for the light of God's future kingdom to shine through.